Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast to put the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Well, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another episode, another primetime episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano. Hi, guys. How is everybody? Yeah, it's the new year, right? It's 2022. It's a new chapter. It's a new phrase. It's a new everything, even though with the way that we've been navigating this whole entire journey right now throughout a whole entire pandemic of ins and outs and quarantines and masks and vaccines and all this different stuff, we're still navigating. We're still healthy. We're still aware. We're still moving things forward. And if you're not healthy, you're moving things forward to get healthy And it's just been a journey, hasn't it? It's been an up and down journey. And, you know, there's some things that I wanted to talk about, uh, about mental capacity and mental health that I've done for myself that as we move forward, it's really helped me uh, throughout this whole entire process. You know, we just passed by January 6th, where about a year ago, we had the country in turmoil and, well, it still is, but, you know, we saw it on the televisions, we saw it on the screens where people were storming capitals and all kinds of different stuff, and it's been a year since that happened. And when I saw it on the news the other day, or at least when I passed by the news, I was like, man, wow, what a, what a crazy, crazy couple years it has been with everything that we've been through. So 2022 is here, and here we are navigating this journey together, you, me, and all the people in between. Right, and we're sitting here trying to be able to just put one foot in front of the other and be a positive influence and keep things moving forward, lose some weight, get healthy, hit some goals. Whether you call them resolutions or whether you call them goals or we call them promises or whatever, we're setting kind of a new tone for ourselves, and we're going to navigate it throughout the whole entire thing that we're continuing to move forward with with pandemics and and uh, disease and all this other stuff that we got going on. We have to like navigate the new normal, you know, and, and living in fear and living in panic and not is, is not a great solution of where we're at. But I also get it. I understand why we're in that space where some people are just afraid to even go outside sometimes. And the, at the end of the day, we're here to be able to accomplish things and be the best version of ourselves. But it's hard to do that when you're surrounded by negativity and you're surrounded by divisiveness and division and all this different stuff. So, you know. Here we are, 2021, you can reflect on all kinds of stuff. And I put out a podcast, not a podcast, but a social media post the other day. And I said on this social media post, when you're looking at your 2021, and now we're going to be looking at 2022, most people make New Year's resolutions because they want to fix what didn't go right, or they want to be better this next year than what they were last year. And 100%, I agree with all of that, right? We have to, you know, maybe clean slated or start fresh or start anew. And you need that sometimes mentally, and then also physically to be able to move forward, to be able to turn the chapter and close the previous chapter to move into the next one. But one of the things that I had said in the social media post was, don't forget to look at what you did well in 2021. We often look at our mistakes. We often look at the things that we did wrong. We look at the things on how things were negative or how things weren't going the way that we wanted them to. And we often sit in that space where we're just like, oh man, you know, I could have done this. I wanted to lose weight or I wanted to get financial freedom or I wanted to work from home or I wanted to start a business or I wanted to do all this stuff again. I didn't do it because of the following reasons. So I'm a failure and now I got to try to be able to do it this next year. No, how about you look at the things that you did well? How about the things, the things that you actually accomplished in life, the things that you actually did that you can say to yourself, I'm proud of that. 
I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of what I did. I'm proud of how I've overcome. All those things I just listed in the opening of this podcast right now over the last two years, every one of us should be super proud of the fact that we've gotten through it. No matter what side of the aisle you fall on, no matter where you're at with it, we've gotten through it, whether it's with health or we've gotten through it with faith or we've gotten through it with whatever. You've gotten through it. You put one foot in front of the other, maybe not as fast as you might have wanted to, but you got through it. And how did you get there? What did you do well? Write down those things that you did well in 2021. Have you done that yet? Probably not because we're always grinding. We're either always working for the next thing. We're all we're either always trying to be able to build up in the space that we're in. And if you're retired and you're doing whatever, you don't really take the time to actually take a look at where we're at with with life and and and, and the things we've accomplished and the things that we've done and the and the and the positive people that we are or the you know the kindness things that we've done for people or whatever it is. Whatever it is on your bucket list or whatever it is on your list of items that you feel proud that you've accomplished and you've gone after and you've done you should really truly park in that space just for a moment just for a moment to reflect and you know why because when you do that you can actually use some of those things that you did really well to achieve maybe some of the goals that you're trying to be able to accomplish in 2022 so if you knew that no matter what was going on during this whole entire pandemic you for instance volunteered at shelters and you fed the homeless, and you really put a lot of work into that, and you focused in that, right? And that was one thing you were super proud of. So you could use that to your leverage, not only with the connections that you might have made at those places, but also that kindred spirit of I'm kind, I'm giving back, I'm, I'm being philanthropic, I'm donating, I'm, I'm donating my time, my efforts, all those things, and use those as a leveraging tool to move forward. And that was what the social media post was all about. But the one thing that I want to say around New Year's resolutions, New Year's promises, whatever you call them, whatever you call them, let's talk about that for a moment. Because a lot of people will sit down, here are the things that I want to accomplish in 2022. Well, a lot of people do, right? A majority of people want to give yourself some goals. It's a nice fresh slate like we talked about before. But here's the thing. And I know I talk about this every new year but I think it's important to talk about right now. Are you setting yourself up for failure with your resolution? Are you looking at a goal or an aspiration or something that you're trying to be able to accomplish and you want to accomplish this thing and your heart of hearts, you know that this is something you want to accomplish at least at some time or another, but are you setting yourselves up for failure based on the fact that you're setting them too high, lofty, or unachievable? I know many of you heard me talk about it and have heard in the business world and all around smart goals where you talk about it being specific goal that you want to be able to accomplish, a measurable goal, an attainable goal, a realistic goal, and then a time-sensitive goal like when you want to be able to accomplish. So when you look at those, is your New Year's resolution or your New Year's goal or your New Year's promise realistic? And is it achievable? Because these are the things we have to ask ourselves. We can easily try to throw stuff up against the wall and we can say, hey, I want to be able to own a Lamborghini, right? That's my goal. I want to own a sports car, something I can drive around in during my midlife crisis that I want to literally walk, drive around and people go, whoa, look at that. (laughs) That that guy's high rolling or whatever. You know what I mean? Maybe that's your goal. Now, owning a Lamborghini is not something you could just shake a stick at and snap your finger and there it is unless you're a multimillionaire, right? Right. 
But here's the thing. You could get there, but you got to start small. You got to start somewhere where you can give yourself incremental goals to getting there. So if it's a if it's a payment issue where the $300,000 car that you want to buy or whatever, however much, I don't even know how much Lamborghinis or Rolls or any of those things are, but whatever the price is, if you give yourself goals that are small, that you can actually work towards that, then great. And here's the reason why this works. This concept of this small bite-sized goals to get to the big goal, which you've heard me talk about many times before, is the fact that whatever mountain you're trying to climb isn't so much of a mountain anymore. Now it's small hills. And now you're at this place where you can like actually dive in and accomplish some things and feel accomplished when you're doing it and feel like, oh, you know what? This is a, I'm in a really good space right now because I feel like I'm actually getting some stuff done. I'm, I'm, I'm successful in the things that I'm trying to be able to accomplish. I feel really good about the dynamic of where it's at. I don't feel like a failure because if you just give yourself that tall, tall lofty goal and that's what you're going to go for, nine times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, you're going to fail. You're going to fall on your face. You're going to skin your knee. And then because you didn't accomplish the big mountainous goal, you drop it. Then you feel like a failure. Then you're wallowing in your sorrows. And then you're sitting there living in this space where it's like this negative world where it's like, man, you know, I, I set these goals and I never accomplished my goals. I set re, uh, uh, resolutions, but I never accomplished my resolutions. So if your resolution is something around health, right? You want to lose weight. Let's say you want to lose a hundred pounds. Here you are. You're, you, you've gained some weight during COVID. You've gained some weight during quarantine. You've gained some weight just from eating, stress eating, and everything else, right? So you there you are, and you, you, you want to lose some weight. So there's a lot of people that usually put those on their New Year's resolutions. So if you have 100 pounds that you have to lose by whenever, by the end of the year, are you being realistic with 100 pounds for now, right? That could be your long-term goal. 100 pounds could be something that you want down the road to be able to say this is the the, the go end goal is that I want to lose 100 pounds. But if you just put 100 pounds on there, guess how that feels? It feels like Mount Everest. It feels like Mount Fuji. It feels like you have to climb over the top of Cadillac Mountain and you got to like put on your bootstraps and try to be able to climb this huge hurdle of a situation when there's a reason why you got to where you are. There's a reason why you put on the weight. There's a reason why you stress ate. There's a reason why you put on the quarantine pounds and the COVID pounds. There's a reason why. So first of all, if you're not fixing that situation and you're not trying to be able to repair some of the damage that's going on up there for you to be able to live in the space where you just stress eat and maybe outfit your house with good things or healthy items or whatever else, you're not giving yourself an opportunity to succeed, right? And fixing the issue of why you're doing the things that you're doing, you're just gonna go back to what you're doing before. How many of you, including me, how many of you have lost a, a good amount of weight whenever you're on a weight loss goal and you're trying to shoot for it? Maybe you lose 50, 60 pounds and you're feeling really good about yourself. You're feeling solid. You're all, you're all in this great place. You lost some weight. You dieted. You did your thing. You worked out. You ate healthy and whatever else. And then next thing you know, you put the weight right back on and it's not only gaining back the 50 pounds, but you put on another 20, right? Then you feel like a failure. Then you feel like, oh man, this is really difficult. This is really tough, right? So the way I look at it is, is as we're traveling this journey, nothing has to be instant push button magic. It doesn't have to be an instant 
pudding. It doesn't have to be instant coffee. It doesn't have to be anything like that or a Google search where you hit the Google button and boom, and there it is. All your all your information and everything else is right there. This is a process where it's called life. And life sometimes takes a long time. And life takes patience. And life takes attitude. And life takes hard work and dedication. And life also takes a moment for you to step back and give yourself the tools that are necessary for you to be successful, which includes repairing some of the issues that we may have, repairing some of the the fundamental things that are broken inside of us. Part of that plan that you may have where you want to be able to succeed at weight loss or you want to be able to succeed at financial success or, or, or move up in your job or whatever, the things that hold us back may be the things that we have to fix first before we try to go down that road. Instead of just giving ourselves a goal like we always do, spinning our wheels a thousand miles a minute to get there and then we fail and then we totally go down the same road that we were at before because we feel like we're a failure. Are we fixing the situation of what we're faced with? Are we looking at repairing some of the some of the fences that are broken inside of our brain? Are we going to get the help that's necessary? Are we asking and reaching out for therapy groups? Are we reaching out online? Are we reaching out to friends and family to ask for some tips and pointers or find out the real reasons why and then try to uncover opportunities to repair those broken pieces? That's... I mean, at the end of the day, you could give yourself goals and resolutions all you want to, but if there's still stuff broken upstairs and you're not really repairing the issue of what's at hand, then you're just going to slide right back. I know I've been there. I'm there. I'm there. I lost 130 pounds, and now I've gained about 70, 70, 75 of those back. I'm back. I feel like I'm back on the mend right now because I've, I've been eating healthy and, and kind of going down that road. And, you know, this isn't just about weight loss, but this is my journey. Right. And so at the end of the day, we've, we've all been there. We understand. We get it. Part of your network that you're trying to build might be this podcast. Part of your network that you're trying to build are other people that that have been down that road with you. If you're a Weight Watcher, those virtual meetings that you may have, reach out to some folks that are there or go on to connect. If you're a Jenny Craig person and you got some message boards that you wanna be able to get into and talk to, then do it, right? Whatever it is, the resources that you have, talk to other individuals that have been through what you're going through and ask them what fixed the situation. This isn't just about pounds. This is about health, mental and physical. It's about all of it. Are we doing what's necessary for us to be successful? Are we setting ourselves up for failure? So if you give yourself a lofty goal, what are you going to do to be able to fix the situation? What, how you already got to where you don't want to be, what's going to be to fix that situation? So if it's financial freedom, right? You want to be able to fix your finances. Great. Great. So here you go. And I've seen it so many times, including myself when I was younger, where we build up all kinds of different debt, right? We got credit card debt. We got, you know, store cards. We got vehicles. We got whatever. And the next thing you know, we're in trouble. And we're looking around going, man, how did I get myself to the place that I'm at right now? And there's a reason why we spent the way that we spent. There's a reason why we put ourselves in as much debt as we did. Now, whether that's whether that's a societal reason where, where people just live off of credit and this is what we do, or it's a personal issue where you're addicted to the spend, you're addicted to the shopping, you're addicted to different stuff, you love to be able to treat yourself, or whatever else. 
you still got to fix the problem of what's happening. And if you don't fix the problem, what's going to happen is if you take out loans or you do whatever you have to do, you pay off those those debts and you do whatever across the board where you might pay off those credit cards or those high interest rates. Next thing you know, you're looking down a barrel again going, how did I get here again? Because I didn't fix the problem. I still had the cards open, which had a credit limit of what, $5,000. Now I can go buy this and buy that and buy this because I paid those down. And next thing you know, you're double the debt because not only are you paying on the loan that you might have taken to pay off all those debts, but now you're in more debt because you didn't fix the problem. You didn't set yourself up for success. You didn't give yourselves the tools to actually succeed at the things you're trying to accomplish because you wanted the instant fix. You wanted the situation where you could push the button and boom, it's fixed, it's gone. Or boom, it's fixed, it's repaired. And next thing you know, we're looking at it going, wow, this is really nice. I've met many people. I've talked to various individuals that feel great when their debt's gone, right? They're like, this is awesome. I feel amazing. And the next thing you know, six months later to a year later, I'm talking to them again. And they're like, man, I got in trouble again. I got in trouble again. And I'm like, why? Why did you get in trouble again? What was the reason that you got in trouble? Because you like spending. It's easy to do on Amazon. It's easy to do on all these department stores. I like looking good. I'm not, I didn't really take a look at some of the spending habits that I had. Maybe those tastes that I have on there that I want to be able to actually be thrifty or, 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 or not spend as much money on certain things or non-name brand items or whatever else and put tools in place for me to be successful moving forward. I didn't do that. So now I'm back where I was from square one and I'm in double the debt just like I've gained all my weight back and now I've gained that back plus some because I didn't give myself the tools to be successful moving forward the network to be successful moving forward the realistic goals and actually going in and trying to fix it now, when I talk about realistic goals, those come in different directions, right? Here's a realistic goal when you're sitting there looking at something and you're trying to be able to accomplish it instead of trying to attack the mountain, like I said before, attack the molehill, the small little incremental pieces that you can put together for you to be successful and feel successful and feel like you've actually accomplished something and you've been successful. So you could check off the box and so you can go to bed at night going, man, I'm so glad I did that. Instead of 100 pounds that you might want to lose, how about five pounds for the month? Yeah, that's a far way away from 100 pounds, Shane. I want to get to where I got to get to with 100 pounds. You know, I, I, I need to get there. My doctor says I got to get there. My family and friends say I got to get there. Well, that's great. That's all fine. That's, that, that, that's perfectly fine for you to be able to do. But at the end of the day, if you don't lose the first five, you're never going to lose the 100 and if you don't lose the first five and start thinking about why you're doing the things that you're doing and creating habits for yourself and building on the base of, I can be successful, I can smile about this, I can I can feel like I'm accomplished. And that way, if it's only five, and let's say, for instance, you gain two this week, now you know it's only five. I can go for that five this next week. I can continue to you know push forward. It's smaller. It's not that huge hundred pounds. So that little two pound gain doesn't seem as monumental and devastating as it would if you were shooting for the hundred, if that makes any sense. And this is in any aspect of life. We go through the grind every single day. We don't look at the things we do successful. We don't look at those things that we're, that we're successful at. We don't lean in on the positive behaviors that we've built. 
We don't lean in on the things that we've done that's really well. That's the first thing. The second thing that we don't do is we always want instant gratification. It's human nature. I get it. And the society that we've built is you, at the click of a button, you can have whatever you need. You can go to even get surgery. You can even go to get different things you can get done. Like literally snap of a finger, it's done. Boom. There it is. And that's hard to live around when you know at the end of the day, all you've got is grit and grindstone. And you know it's going to take work, hard work, and dedication, right? You know it's going to take all those things. You don't really like that because there is instant gratification that's out there that you could push the button and just make it happen. But it's not realistic. It's not realistic. It doesn't, it's not longstanding. It's not something that you can learn from the behaviors that you're able to do because you push the button and instant gratification doesn't fix the issue. You know, there, there's something to be said for when I was growing up and, and I try to find out things or I want to learn about history or I'd want to learn about stuff. And it wasn't on TV like Discovery Channel and National Geographic. And it wasn't on Google or any of the other search platforms, Yahoo and whatever else. It was in this little thing called Encyclopedia Britannica where you actually had to open up a book and search for things and then read about things. So it took work. It took dedication. I knew that I really didn't like to read about it, but I knew that if I wanted to learn about it, that's the place I had to go. And so I did. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot about my own self, about my own learning style, and all those things for me to be able to move forward. But it took work. Did I like doing all that work? No. I was a kid. I'd love the fact that I could have had everything at a push of a button. I'd love it. Today, when I'm watching my 16-year-old kid study for classes and do different stuff, there's no homework anymore. They do everything online. They, they, they literally just click the button, and it's, it's pretty much there. Or if they want different things to study from, they can do it in their classes. They do everything. It's all instant, done, boom, out, finished. And it amazes me that they don't even crack open books all that much anymore. They're not even really reading anything because everything's at their disposal. But that's the society we live in, and so I think that that's part of our issue. Part of our issue is is to know where you want to go and the things you want to accomplish. It takes hard work and dedication and time and effort and the time that you take to repair the issues of what you got going on. Fix the problem of what you're trying to be able to work with before you go and give yourself goals to get there. Now, part of your goals could be how do I fix the issue? Instead of, I just want to accomplish the big goal. I want to accomplish the big thing. I want the finances. I want the weight loss. I want the health. I want all those things. Those are all great. And those are some things that you got to get to now because as we get older, we need to fix those issues, right? I mean, we only have a short amount of time on the earth. But part of your goal, maybe your New Year's resolution should be find out why I do the things that I do and then get repaired for those things. Go to the body shop. And think to yourself, how do I, this is, this is a euphemism or a, you know, not really going to a body shop, but maybe you got to go to a therapist and you can sit down and find out why you have the addiction to food or why you have the addiction to shopping or why you have the addiction to different things that you do, right? And then you can start to actually fix those issues and find out why you do the things that you do and maybe come up with some small incremental goals towards fixing the issue first. Get yourself right to where you need to be before you go dive into the big pool of the large, monumental, mountain-sized goals. People say mental health matters. It matters more than anything. More than anything. 
If you set yourself up for failure, guess what's going to happen? You're going to fail. If you think you're setting yourself up for success, but you haven't fixed the problems, guess what? You're going to fail. So you've got to go at the end of the day, you've got to give yourself the framework of setting yourself up for success as we move forward. As you go forward, look back on 2021 and 2020, or the last two years, and find out the things that you did well. Why did you do those well? Why were you great at the certain things that may not matter towards the thing, or you may not think it correlates with each other, but when you're successful at something, it's in your fiber, it's in your being, and the things that you're doing to be able to get there and be successful with it, you figured out a way how to get there. So maybe you can use those mindsets and those skill sets that you've learned towards accomplishing the new goals. I hope that makes sense. Because I hear people talk all the time about New Year's resolutions, New Year's promises, New Year's goals, aspirations whatever they call it, dedications, because some people don't like to call them resolutions. The way I look at it is there's a couple concepts that come from it. One, don't, don't set your goals too high. Give them achievable amounts. Look at where you're at with it and set your goals in a place where you know you can accomplish it. You can accomplish something and you could feel like you're successful instead of always feeling like we're failures, right? And then ask yourself the question, what did I do well in that situation? So if it's a small incremental thing you're trying to accomplish today, you want to go to the gym, right? You want to go to the gym. You walk in the gym. I know this feeling. I know it because I just experienced it the other day. I'm back in the gym, and I went back over there, and, and I got into a new gym. It's a new one around the area. And I walk in, and you know everybody's got their New Year's goals, and they're trying to be able to do the things that they want to do and they're they're all working out and they're all, you know, doing the things that they have to do and there's, you know, multiple people in there. And here I am who's gained the 75 pounds like I talked about before and I walk in going, man, I, I, I hated being in this place that I just gained all this weight and here I am, I feel weak, I haven't lifted weights in a while, I haven't gotten on the treadmill in a while, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm ashamed of what I've done. I'm ashamed of where I've been. I'm ashamed of sitting here overweight, trying to lift weights and do the things that I have to do. But then I think to myself, and then I, I literally lean in and I say to myself, but you're here. You're here. You got to start somewhere. So start small. Yeah, you're not the big guy you used to be. Yeah, you're not the, 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 the the high pounds that you used to lift on the bench and, and the dumbbells. Yeah, your body aches a little bit more than what it used to before, so you can't necessarily do all the things you wanted to do before. And yeah, you're not running on the treadmill. Maybe you're only going for walks or whatever it is, but you're there. You're here. You took the step to do it. So now you can get into it to think to yourself, what can I do for myself to make myself feel accomplished? Because when I ask myself the question, and I know many of you can relate to this, if you ask yourself the question, when I'm at that gym and I say to myself, what went well with the gym session, I'm going to pick it apart and say everything went wrong. I don't lift the weights that I used to. I, I was doing 25-pound dumbbells to be, you know, lifting up some biceps and my back. It's, you know, it, it's been out of whack for a while, so I got to build that up really, really small and get to where I've got to get to. And then the treadmill, I was just walking, and, and, and I see all these other people running, and I'm like, what? all these things that I'm saying that are negative about myself, it's human nature. We do it all of the time. How many times can you ask yourself, what do you do well with that situation? And all you can do is fill a book worth of negative things we all do it 
So lean in on the things that you do well. Think about it. Force yourself to pick apart the good things, not the negative things, not the bad things, not the things that we are our own worst critic and trying to be able to bash ourselves and beat ourselves down and thinking that maybe if I talk this way to myself, I can motivate myself better. No, you're just going to basically put yourself into a spiraling depression because here you are thinking you're not good enough and now you're just proving the fact that you're not good enough. Instead of going, I'm at the gym, I'm taking the first step. And then you think to yourself, all these people looking at me, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. When in all actuality, they're looking at you going, man, good job. You're in the gym. You're making it happen. You do what you got to do. Guys, it's a simple process. It's a simple thing to say, but it's a damn hard thing to accomplish. It's really hard to change our mindset of where we're at and how we are our own worst critic, and we beat ourselves up, and we bury ourselves in the ground, and we do all the things that, that, that will be a detriment towards our success, not even knowing that we're doing it until we actually start to think about it. I sat there thinking about all this stuff when I went to the, the, the gym, and then I got in the truck, and I went, man, I'm really hard on myself, like a seriously hard on myself. I set goals to going back to the gym, and if I really believe and lean in on the negative things that I was just saying about myself, I'm never going back again because I mentally checked out. I was mentally saying to myself, I'm fat, I'm overweight, I'm, I'm weak, I'm all those things. When in all actuality, I put my foot in front of the other, I walked into the gym and I started to do some working out. I started to do some walking again. I started to get active again. You got to start somewhere. And that's what I kept telling myself in the truck. I was like, I, I, be proud of the fact that you actually started somewhere. I mean, seriously, stop being such a, a curmudgeon and beating yourself up and, and breaking yourself down when rather celebrating the fact that you're actually doing one thing that's going to better yourself moving forward. You're learning from things. You're going to learn through all this. All these mindset, these little mind Fs that you got going on in your brain as you're thinking to yourself, you're going to learn from it. Just keep going one day at a time, one movement at a time, one step at a time. No matter what it is you're trying to accomplish, you can accomplish it. But remember, right-size those goals. Right-size those things that you're trying to be able to accomplish. Make it achievable. So instead of me saying I got to lose that 70 pounds and me saying I've got to get stronger and, and lift up the 100-pound dumbbells again and whatever else, no, how about I'm going to do full sets of the 25 until I get strong enough until I can get there. So let me work at that for a while. Let me work at those for a while until I'm strong enough to get to the next level to move up to the 30s again. Yes, it's going to take work and patience. Yes, it's going to take some time to get there. But is it worth it? 100%. 100%. Because eventually I will get to those big lofty goals. Just not right now. Just not right in this moment where I want to push the button and say, get me back to where I was before. Because it takes work. It takes time. And I'm starting to fix myself. I'm starting to get into the fact that why did I suffer all the, the, the extremes of gaining weight and those kind of things. It's all important. And just know you have a network. You do. Whether you think you're alone or not, you've got a network. You got people on the internet, you got people in Facebook groups, you got people on social media, you got friends and family, you got friends that you can email, you got different places you can go. We're not alone. We may think we are sometimes, but we're not. We're not. 
I'll tell you one last story before I close out the podcast. When I went down to Massachusetts to see my buddy, Jonathan Mudhustler, and I went down there and I had a conversation with him. And he's sitting at the table and, you know, I hadn't been down in a while because, you know, COVID and everything else. And and so I, I went down to visit and and I told him, I said, I, I was afraid to come. And he goes, well, why? I said, because I was afraid you were going to judge me because I've gained weight. And he was devastated. I mean, he looked at me like, like I had three heads. And he goes, why would I do that? Why, why do you think I would judge you and and degrade you because you gained some weight? You're human. That's We do that sometimes. We lean in on the things that are comfortable for us. We lean in on the things that we love, like food and those kind of things. Sometimes we do. If you're If you're in a space right now where you feel ashamed of it, then get in front of it and try to work at it. But right now, I'm your friend. I'm, I'm your network. I'm a person you can lean on. Don't think I would judge you. Don't ever think that. And it stood out to me, and it rang bells in my head, and I went, oh, crap, man. You know what? You're right. You're right. But I, being my own worst critic, thought to myself that he was going to judge me, and he was going to look at me and say, oh, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you gained all that weight. Oh, man, remember how skinny you were? Remember how much work you were doing? Remember the 100 pounds you lost? Ha <laughs> Well, look at you now, right? No, he's not like that. That's my network. Those are my, that's my crew. That's my, that's my tribe. And he wouldn't do that to me. But we forget that sometimes. So remember, you've got people in your corner. Whether you think you do or you don't, you do. So if you need help, reach out to those people. Ask for help. Do the things that are necessary for you to be successful. Outfit yourself with things that you know are going to help you moving forward. Because at the end of the day, you're worth the investment. You're worth doing anything you can to be able to keep this thing moving forward and fixing the situation for you to be successful moving forward. And you're going to accomplish your goals. It may take time and effort and hard work, but that's okay. We're here rooting you on, okay? Much love, everybody. I appreciate you so much, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.